For today's episode, we've got another AP tasting event, but instead of a specific AP subject, we've just got a general intro to how APs work, if you should take them, and some advice. It's a very versatile episode, so I hope you'll enjoy. The presentation slides are in the description of this episode. Okay, I'll go, and then Sonia. So, hi, I'm Rena. I'm a rising junior, so I'm going to be in 11th grade. I'm from Maryland, and I've so far taken AP U.S. History, AP Chem, AP Calc, and... APCSA. Hi guys, I'm Sonia. Um, I'm from Texas. So far, I've taken AP, a push, um, uh, world history AP, AP physics, um, AP Spanish, and AP. Uh, I think I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, next slide. Um, so table of contents. So this is a program mainly for people who have never taken an AP class before, or you guys are freshmen and you're really new to this stuff. So we're gonna talk about what AP, what the AP program is, why you should do AP, um, what the exams are like and any tips for success. And we'll be doing a Q&A at the end. So please save your questions for then. But if your question is really urgent, we'll be answering them in the chat, so. Alrighty, so we'll start with what exactly is AP. So just for a bit of background, AP is um, Advanced Placement, which is a system by the College Board that gives um, college credit for um, classes that you can take in high school. But while college credit is the focus, um, it is really to introduce high school students to college level courses so that they can gain exposure and to feel like they'll be ready for college and um, be able to like explore a lot of their interests. So one thing that College Board does is that they have um, on their website a bunch of the different classes and then they connect it to like their majors. For example, like what calculus would equal um, to like her profession and to see if, for example, if people want to be like, um, a pre-med student, then like they recommend like um, bio, um, chem, and other sorts of sciences. Um, yeah, and for a more detailed explanation, um, um, College Board has their AP program, and if you basically look up advanced placement, it will give you access to a lot of lists, a lot of more informationally dense materials, and other stuff to help you succeed. All right, so um, there are 38 AP courses in total. Um, as you may or may not know, um, you don't have to take all of them. Like, I don't think anyone has taken all of them, and I don't know how that would be feasible in and of itself. And furthermore, um, I don't know about your school, but for my school, we offer, like, half of those. So um, don't feel pressured to, like, get as much as you can done. But for... Um, some context, they're divided up into a couple different areas. So one is capstone, and then they have the arts, English, history, and social sciences, math, um, sciences, and then the languages. So this is like 38 different courses that you can take throughout your high school year, most likely um, a lot more as like upper levels of high school. So feel free to take a picture of this and then refer back to it later. Oh, yeah, this is just a brief overview of all the courses.
All right, so here is a typical timeline of um, AP courses. So you basically start the year. Um, our school gives out summer assignments, which are like brief assignments that are given over the summer that have like a lot of prerequisite material and stuff to um, make keep your brain moving throughout the summer so that when you get into class, you at least have a baseline throughout a baseline to start the course. So um, this is basically when teachers give out the syllabus and you start going into the curriculum from unit one. So like um, at this point in the stage, this is mostly like the entire first semester and then a couple months into second semester. What you're doing is um, learning all the units that are in the courses, um, learning all the material that you need to know and yeah, this is basically like a school class, like this is where all the material comes in. And number two, um, when you have like a, at least most of what you need to know. So for example, if it's, if your class has like nine units and you're like finished at least seven or maybe eight units, that is a great time to like um, exam, do an exam prep. Now, of course you can do that when the school year starts, but you will kind of be limited to the units that you have covered. But this is a time where you can actually start doing practice tests. There are books that have um, practice tests in them. The College Board gives out um, free FRQs for you to practice. So this is about the time, like, especially in March and April, where um, people like around the world are studying for these tests. And that's what Fiverr is, is here to help you do. And the number three is actually taking the exams. So I know this year um, we have like four or maybe five administrations. So usually and generally in a normal year, um, exams begin around May, May, like around May 2nd to May 5th. And like the first round is like um, until like the half, until like May 15th, so like the um, first half of May. And online tests which were like the end of May and the beginning of June and we also have like makeup sessions but basically May and June are really your chance to show off what you've learned in your class like learning content plus exam prep like they'll both combine to they both combine when you take the exam like not only do you need to know the content but also strategy so this is where you get college credit if you Generally, a three or higher, but for some colleges, a four or a five. So this is your opportunity to like show what you know and take the test as well. Okay, the next step I think is very important. With people, it goes like one, two, three. Please celebrate, like celebrate all the learning that you've made. Um, exams are done. You won't have to stress about that course anymore. It should act. Um, even if you didn't think you did, well, studies have shown that people who AP exam, even if they even get a one, are more likely have like it's like a statistic that they generally like do well in that class more in college. So if you've taken that course and you've taken the exam, that really is something to celebrate. On and I know a lot of people always focus on, oh, I could have done this better. I could have done. I couldn't answer this FRQ better. I wish I knew that concept more, but this really is um, an opportunity for you to accept, um, celebrate what you have done. And 
you did really good, look forward to college credit and go forward to next year. Next slide. All right, so if this is the first time you're taking an um course, here are some general recommendations. Now, feel free to um, improvise and do what's best for you and what you think um, would help your future the best, but this is a general recommendation to um, the department I want to like I don't know what the word is but um like a, an easy a smooth transition to like hard so especially if you're um a freshman or a sophomore um we recommend these like following courses um human geography world history environmental science psychology and computer science principles now if you've researched um AP courses and like student reviews, these generally show up as the least time intensive and the least conceptually difficult. So they do act as a very great transition to harder courses. So like for example, I've heard a lot of um a lot of freshmen take human geography and I heard like computer science principle is like referred to as one of the easiest courses because it's um, more more flexible and includes a lot of more opportunities. Um, and world history and psychology there. Um, I think world history would be a little bit harder compared to the other ones, but it still is like a great introduction. And like the middle two are like, they have a lot of material, but it's mostly memorization. So if it's your first time taking an AP class, um, these would be better options than, for example, like biology, chemistry, calculus, physics, foreign language, and English language and literature. So um, when I'm saying that you shouldn't take these courses, I know um, some people jump straight into those courses and do extremely well. But if you um, perhaps are lacking confidence in your abilities, like even to do an AP course, these ones are more like application based for calculus and physics it was a lot of app it was a lot of material and application and a lot of information to cover so they may not be the best to i would say like if you're taking one of these courses straight up you may feel like a lot of stress from the course and feel like you're not so um just like take this into consideration when you're choosing your courses um but yeah, here are some basic guidelines. All right, so we're going to move on to why you should take AP courses. So next slide. So we're going to talk about um, uh, why we take we took the AP courses, um, uh, how why um, and how we are doing. So we're going to start with Jesse, and then Sonia, and then I'll speak. All right, so um, um, Rita and Sonia went over this before, but I guess I'll um, say which courses I did. So, um, so far I've taken um, APES, which is AP Environmental Science, and I took AP US History, AP Calculus BC, um, what's the other ones? Oh, AP Physics C Mechanics, and AP Seminars. So my my first course was like in because 
the best way possible. It was like, oh, um, if you're like in the gifted roster, you should take it, which I didn't, I wasn't in because I, um, that's know a lot of people's experiences at my school were like they were thrust in like for me I had to work my way up and like consistently prove that I was able to do him so I think apes was a lot of work especially at my school it wasn't a lot of um hard information but a lot of the stuff was very tedious and the projects it did require some um some thought but I was a good transition course for me because I realized that I really liked environmental science and might be willing to um, pursue it as a career and it really got me to the stage where like junior year when I took physics, calculus, a push and seminar that I had a lot of the tools I needed to succeed. Um, this year I'm doing like um, six per semester and I'm thinking of self-studying a few, but like I gained a lot of confidence from like Um, being out there and just try the course was very um, influential to my benefit. Okay, I'll go. Oh, you signed it, you can go. Okay. Um, so uh, I took AP courses. So as I said before, I took AP World History, AP Polish, AP Spanish, AP um, physics, I, mainly because obviously, because to, you know, make my college resume or high school resume look better. Um, I do have plans to go into a big university. So I wanna, you know, give my best. So, and not only that, but I think taking APs just like, you know, gives you a lot of challenge. Um, sometimes it does look like very intimidating, but it's not, it's not that hard, especially AP um, Spanish. Um, if you, you know, you just need to know like, like advanced Spanish and just, you know, study weekly for it and you'll get really good grades. So I would say taking these side courses really benefits you a lot. Um, for AP World History and why I took AP World History and A Push, I would say I was always interested in history for some reason, even though a lot of people hate it, but it's just, you know, my opinion. Um, I just like history overall. Um, so A Push and uh, AP World History were a must for me. So in all, I would just say, try to, you know, challenge yourself. Um, it just really improves you a lot overall. Okay, so I took about four AP classes last year and I'm gonna take three this year. Um, I decided to take AP courses to better my high school resume. Um, just trying to look good on the college applications, but also try to earn some credit. Now, I don't know what college I'm going to, and you'll see later that not all colleges accept um, AP credits. So, you know, I'm just still trying to figure it out, but I think it's really beneficial for me to just learn these study skills early in high school so you're not panicking in um, college. And currently I'm doing pretty well. I did, I got all A's in my classes. So I think if you manage your time well um, and study properly, it's doable. It's not that as intimidating as you, it might seem at first. 
So we can go on to the next slide. All right, so the pros and cons of AP. Now, with everything, there's going to be pros and cons. So the pros of the AP program is that you can earn college credit in high school. Um, but like I said before, not every college will accept AP credit. So please check the specific colleges for details. Um, these classes are very college-like, so you'll be very prepared for, um, in, for the future. And you'll also have a good idea of classes and what college majors you might like. So personally, I took some U.S. history just to try to explore what history is like, and I learned that it's really not for me, and I learned that early in high school than in college. And also, it's um, you can challenge yourself and expand your intellectual curiosity, so if you have a specific interest like in science or math, you can definitely explore that more in the AP program than you can in regular school classes. Um, the cons are def um, them is definitely a lot of workload. Um, depending on your teacher or your class, you'll stay up a lot to do homework and study. Uh, another con is that it can be very expensive to take. So the exams are ninety five dollars each in twenty twenty one, and they could go up, could go down, but usually they're around that price. Um, AP classes are also a lot, a lot of stressful, and they can take away from extracurriculars and clubs. Um, so it's very important to just you know keep your personal life, but also just manage how you take these classes. And also, um, uh, they can be potential badges if not taken seriously. So if you're not studying enough or you're not um, uh, putting enough effort into it, they could take your GPA down. And also, there's just a lot of competition involved in it if you go to a competitive high school. Next slide. Um, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about the exams and uh, what the exams are like. So the types of AP exams include foreign languages, which can be easy if you're a native speaker, but you're going to have to learn the culture along with it. Studio arts for people who love creating arts, social sciences, STEM, and capstone. Um, and another thing about the exams is that you'll have to learn how to take the exam because the AP exam, while it's testing your content, it's also a lot about how you take the exam. So I would suggest going through and learning that as well. So next slide. So you can earn five possible scores on an AP exam. Those include one, two, three, four, and five. Um, and uh, you have to earn a score of at least three to pass, and Fiveable helps you get a five. Um, you can click on the link later when we send the PowerPoint to learn more about these scores. But here's just a basic um, idea where a five is extremely well qualified, four is very well qualified, three is qualified, two is possibly qualified, and one is no recommendation. And most colleges will accept a three usually for college credit, but some require four or five. So you always want to be aiming for that five. And now, Sonia, we'll talk about the tips for success. So, um, tips for success, can you um, move the mic? So, these are just some tips that will help you throughout your AP course. Um, so, AP courses are not your life, so please take care of yourself and have time for your friends and family. Yes, I would agree to that a lot because... Um, I did experience a lot of frustration while doing AP courses. Um, so I would just say take a rest, you know, um, just give yourself some time. That really does help you as a whole. Um, try to study using College Board released FRQs to get used to wording. Yes, um, those practice exams are really helpful. 
Um, so do use College Board because they do have free this, uh, practice tests um, for your APs, I think so. Um, find a study group to prep with throughout the entire year. It adds to accountability and makes the process seem way less daunting. Yes, and it also makes, um, you know, your study, your just studying fun overall because you studying, you know, alone, it's kind of, at least for me, it kind of gets boring. So if someone studies with me, you know, I can ask them questions. I can just converse with them what, you know, if I have any questions. Um, borrow some review books from your school or local library if you can. Yes, that's a good one. Um, your school usually during uh, the starting of the year gives out books. So um, they probably will announce it in your announcements or somewhat uh, something like that. So just ask your teachers for, you know, review books or local library. Your school libraries are a good way to get your review books. Um, ask your teachers for recommended resources. Yes, they're always there for you, your teachers. So use them to uh, use them and try to, you know, ask them any questions you have because they will be always there for you. Lots of course material, except early on that she won't know everything by the end of it. Yes, how, how, uh, however much you try to study your APs, you won't, you won't know everything about it. So there will always be something you don't know. So try to accept that and just try your best. I would say um, stay positive and determined throughout the year. That's yes, being positive is a really big part. If you're not positive, you're not gonna pull through. So just try to have a good attitude throughout your class and have fun. So um, these are just some helpful websites and prep books. Obviously, Fiveable, um, you guys should use that. They have, um, actually, I have used it um, one time. Uh, they have cram packets, videos to help you throughout your APs. Um, so it's a really good source. I don't know about Albert IO, whatever that is. Um, so I can't tell you much about it. Prep scholar either. I don't know what that is. AP classroom. Yes, that is a good one. Your teacher will add you on College Board. Your teacher will add you in it. And it will have like all the videos you would want to watch for your AP class. So use that. Watch those videos. It's a really good review. Quizlets. Those are really good reviews as well. Whatever subjects you're trying to study, just search up the... Quizlet for that subject on Google, and you'll obviously find something. Princeton uh, review prep books. I personally just like to use College Board prep books, but um, uh, you know that's up to the person. <laughs> that's up to you. Princeton is good as well, but um, yeah, uh, it, <laughs> they're good as well. So you can use that. Um, Barron's prep books. I have heard a lot about it. Those are good ones to use, use as well. Crash course, it's also good because it, you know, just reviews your, whatever topic you're trying to study. Just, if you, you, if you think it goes super fast, just slow down the video on YouTube. That really helps a lot, at least to me. Um, organic chem tutor, uh, 
I think, oh yeah, I think that's a um, YouTube channel. Yeah, um, he's a, yeah, he's a good one. I, I think I watch him. Or, yeah, I think I watch him. So um, you guys should go and search him up because he posts some real good videos, uh, which will obviously help you a lot on your chemistry. Um, other various AP YouTubers as well, like Bozen and Heimler. Heimler is a really good one. He also has a Heimler Discord. You guys should go and join that as well. That will help you a lot. All right, so here's a little uh, kahoot on what we covered. So yeah, Alex, if you want to screen share the Kahoot and we can all play, even Jesse and Sonia, I made the Kahoot, so I don't think it's really fair if I played, but yeah, everybody else can play. Uh, Are we going to get any sort of prize? <laughs> sorry, I do not have a nitro this time because I got told to stop spending money. So <laughs> Who told you oh wait, never mind. Ada has an award for the winner. Oh, so. Okay. Whoever's excited to play. Well, some very responsible person said to stop spending money. Marina does not have nitro. It's not nitro, but it is something pretty cool and it might be really handy. So play to find out. <laughs> All right. When are the exams? So maybe you'll remember this from the presentation, but when are the AP exams typically in? So you got March. April, May, or June? Yes, they are in May. Okay, we can go on to the next one. And Jesse is currently in the lead. All right, how much did the exams cost in 2021? I know I mentioned it once. So they are either 50 bucks, $75, $80, or $95. And yes, they were $95. Everybody's moving up. Okay. How many courses, AP courses are there in total? Yes, there are 38 AP courses in total. And we'll go over the list later if you guys want to see it again. All right, next slide. What course is recommended to take for those just starting the program? So there's one that is really recommended, and yes, that is human geography, because chemistry, calculus, and just any of the languages could be hard if you're not a native speaker. So what is the highest score you can get on an exam? And I don't know why it says multi-select, because there's only one answer. So, yeah. <laughs> but yes, it is a five. AP classes contain a lot of work, true or false? Anyone who said false for this is probably wrong because AP classes do contain a lot of work, but it is 100% worth it. What is the minimum score required to pass an exam? 
Yeah, so Ada typed in the chat that human geography is a class that many people take first because it is available to freshmen at many high schools. So my high school does not offer it to freshmen, but yes, typically it is offered to freshmen. And yes, a three is the minimum score required to pass the exam. Oh, this is very close. Alex and Jesse are very close to each other. Okay, AP courses can earn you college credit in high school. True or false? And yes, that is true, but it depends on what college. So does every college accept AP credit? I kind of just said the answer to this earlier, but yeah. So it is false. I know a lot of selective colleges like Harvard, Yale, and the other Ivies don't tend to accept the AP credits. Um, but usually state schools do. All right, last question. Which this one is actually one I select. So what is the most important thing to do in AP classes? And yes, everybody kind of got it. Don't fall behind, do your best on and ask questions. And obviously there's a lot more advice, but they just wouldn't fit on the Kahoot. All right, in third place, we got, I can't see their name because it's lagging. Jesse, it's Springy in second. And we got Alex in first. This is a sec, and then we have other people as runners up. So yeah. <laughs> So yeah, thank you guys for playing the Kahoot. Um, if we can go back to the slides. So yeah, thank you so much guys for coming. Um, we're gonna do a little Q&A right now. So if you have any questions, please type them in the chat or just unmute yourself and you can say them. All right, Jesse, didn't you want to say something? Oh, yeah. Um, can you go back, like, to the um, resources slash book slide? Oh, not, not, not that far. Yeah. Yeah, that one. All right, so um, I added a few late, so I just want to go over them real quickly. So Albertio is, um, a lot of people don't use it because it is a pay um subscription plan and a lot of people who do use it have their um teachers give like a subscription to the um class and the course in the um in Albertio. So what it basically does it doesn't have any videos which kind of will be a big downside but it's if you have a subscription it's like your go to for um questions questions like specific questions like they break it down by unit by topic and a lot of them also include like FRQs, SAQs, and the like. So like it is like about fifty dollars. Like so, but what I did is um I just like practice with like their free um resources. Like they have a lot of blogs relating to um 
the course, like especially if you're starting the year and um, you want some more in-depth information about the course. And I think if you go on their subjects, there are a limited amount of questions that you can answer. So, and also Prep Scholar, um, this was a company founded by two Harvard grads and their main focus is on like AC, SAT, ACT, like helping you get like almost a perfect score on those. And they do do college admissions counseling. But one underutilized aspect is that they have a lot of blogs related to the all the courses. It's like all 308, not 300, um, 38 courses, um, they have blogs d dedicated towards helping you study for like the exam in particular a list of helpful books and resources and they actually rate books too so like you can see should i get um baron's book should i get princeton's book is there another book that might be helpful so they um they have a lot of summaries and i think some of them are like very long that are like intensive like course course prep and they also give you like study suggestions, which is really helpful. And so also the organic chem tutor, um, he's like kind of old, not old, I mean like his YouTube channel is kind of old. It's around, the last video I remember, like the oldest is like 2012. So what he does is that he specializes in STEM subjects. So he started out as an organic chemistry tutor because that was a subject that a lot of college students really struggle with organic chemistry if you've heard it you've probably heard um about how hard it can be so he does not go specifically to um ap classes and i think some teachers would prefer to use a different youtuber that aligns with the same college board standards but what he does is he has like college topics for example like it's basically stem subjects like algebra geometry pre-calculus calculus biology physics and um chemistry and like upper level stuff so this is the college variant of the course but it's a great um resource to take to look at if you're like struggling with a specific topic like he has sometimes over 300 videos per um per subject that he that um are continuously being updated so um if you're like not understanding for example in calculus like um the interval of convergence or rate radio te radii tests um you can always go to his channel and he has subject videos that are helpful um also want to emphasize like ap youtubers that um align based on the college board standards your teacher may um talk about this in class but also um you can look up um like um, for example, AP Environmental Science YouTubers, and you'll see like Bozeman Science, um, Crash Course, um, Mr. Sneeze, and there's a lot of different YouTubers, and not a lot of them are famous. So if you do like a bit of not research, but like looking into Google and trying to find um helpful YouTubers, you'll definitely find them. And of course, use Fiverr because yeah, we have a whole student community um that that is willing to help you. We have a TA that is um, that has got a four or five in the course and has the experience and teaching experience necessary to help you succeed and is there for the entire year to help you study and to keep you accountable and to make sure you know the material. So yeah, that's basically wanted to be emphasized in this um, slide.
Okay, we can move on to the final slide. So yeah, thank you guys so much for coming. You guys are good to go if you don't have any other questions, but we'll be here answering your questions if you have them. But at the same time, I kind of realized everybody left in the VC has already taken AP classes. So, you know, that's fine. But yeah, if you have any questions, you guys can uh, drop them in the chat.